All right, so I got a lot to say and I put it all on this podcast. That's I'm putting it all in the podcast. It's called More with Madi and I'll go into it. Um, on this episode specifically, we will talk about the foundation of tra- transformation, self-awareness, because when we know better, we grow better. This, the inspiration for this 12 series, 12 week series, um, podcast series, uh, which will also be on Instagram, IGTV. This series is a 12 month journey of a, the result of a 12 month journey of personal development that I completed five years ago by myself. Then last year, I launched the Strong Woman Squad uh, journey in collaboration with Naomi Machado, who's the owner of a studio that hosted the events. She is now my business partner. Together we put uh, events almost every month with, di- with a different theme each time that would hopefully spark some growth and development for women, no matter what chapter they found themselves in. My intention was to keep, ev- keep, going, keep this going every year, and I still plan to do that, Given the circumstances, I've chosen to pivot. I decided to open this up to everyone through this podcast so that everyone can reap the benefits of what this journey can provide. I will be bringing in guest speakers to share their tips on their field of expertise. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you our first speaker. Ever since I met this this lady, this woman, um, everything has been just so smooth. We're, we've connected, um, we're like, I don't know, it's, it's supernatural. It's been so easy, um, so flawless, we're on the same page. Um, so I would love to introduce you to Dr. Stephanie. Dr. Stephanie has her doctorate and, um, in psychology, clinical psychology, excuse me, she has four years experience in doing clinical work in a psychiatric hospital. She is a life coach working with women who are ready to learn about themselves and make life about themselves. I'm so excited for you guys to hear all the knowledge that she has. Um, and then I'll share, share a little more about her and what she has um, after after she shares some really good nuggets with us. Stephanie, Dr. Stephanie, welcome. Hi, Marisol. Thank you so much. That was an amazing introduction. I am so excited to be part of your journey and that I, I'm honestly extremely honored that I get to be the first guest. <laughs> so um, I when you reached out to me to uh, talk about self-awareness, I was super stoked because self-awareness is my jam. As I said that when you first reached out to me, (laughs) Um, it is something that I think is the key aspect of really just living our lives with purpose and meaning. And it's one of the most important things that I teach and the foundation that I set for all of my patients, all of my clients, anybody that I work with, key is self-awareness and I became like this self-awareness just like snob where I just wanted to be engulfed with it so I'm so glad that I get to talk about this topic that I truly love 
and that I get to share kind of my spin on it and hopefully connect with a lot of people. So let's start that. Um, first of all, I'd like to kind of sit here and, and uh, define what self-awareness means. Uh, and I think a big misconception is that people, a lot of the people actually believe that they're pretty self-aware, right? And they're like, well, of course I know who I am. And it's like, okay, but do you really know who you are? Are deeply in there? Do you understand who you are, why you do the things that you do, and why you feel or react the way that you react? And when you start to dig a little bit deeper, we start to get a lot of blank stares, right? <laughs> and <laughs> there's about, I want to say maybe around 90 to 95% of people swear that they are self-aware. But in reality, once you talk to them, it comes down to like 10 to 15% of people are actually self-aware. Um, the thing with self-awareness is that it's, like I said, it's key, but it, it actually provides us with the foundation and it's so critical for us meeting our highest potential in life. And so without it, we get stuck. So I like to define self-awareness as the ability to see ourselves clearly. And it goes beyond that. It goes beyond like knowing who we are. It goes, um, goes beyond knowing who we are, but it also includes like how others perceive us, how others understand our behaviors, our engagement, um, and how we fit into the world that we live in, the society that we live in. Yeah. Um, um, having self-awareness is actually what gives us the power to be more fulfilled in our life and really actually getting to know ourselves. So yes. um, going through my schooling and on my journey, uh, to become a psychologist, um, I had to, I had to learn a lot of tough things, <laughs> um, especially coming from a uh, first generation Hispanic and oh. being the first one that goes to, you know, higher education. And I didn't know what a, what a dissertation was when I first started grad school. I had no clue what I was getting myself into. And it was an amazing journey. It was, it was difficult, but it was an amazing journey that I think could be so helpful for so many people. Um, and it, it came down to really getting to know you, right? Understanding those emotions. Um, most people, and this is just a, like an observation, most people have such a hard time labeling and identifying or recognizing what it is that they're feeling. Anything that's not like a common emotion, like fear we can generally recognize fairly easy and anger we can recognize fairly easy and sometimes happiness can be fairly easy to recognize but when it comes down to like shame and guilt and sometimes even sadness mm -hmm. people are like Ugh, I don't know what it is yeah. <laughs> and they, get, they get stumped and the problem is that if we're not self-aware if we're not aware of what those emotions are we can't listen to them we don't know what they're telling us and we internalize them and then they become like poison. They, yes, exactly. They get stuck, they get clogged and you're right. They fester and they're poisonous and they end up kind of like eating us inside out. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is an important part um, of being self-aware is recognizing and being able to differentiate because each emotion has a particular job right and so if you can't differentiate you don't know what job it's trying to to do and therefore it doesn't do it and like you said it gets stuck in there right and, and the more emotions you feel at the same time the harder it is to to process it all 
And, and if you don't know the difference, if you don't know the layers, it could be so overwhelming. Yes, the way that I imagine it, it's kind of like, you know those uh, rubber band balls? Yes. Rubber bands and it's just like yeah. a rubber band ball. <laughs> I feel like those, that's what like our emotions when they're clustered look like, right? They're like this big rubber band ball and it just feels so heavy and tight. And it's not until you start taking one rubber band at a time that it's one emotion at a time that you start peeling back this big ball of emotions that you can start finally to heal them. Yes. Right? So and Outside of that, you know, we generally can be more aware of like our space and time and our, you know, recognition of where we are relative to like our surroundings. And I mean, generally that's, that's pretty good, <laughs> but if we are, don't have a correct understanding of what's going on inside, then the outside really doesn't matter as much because we're interpreting it yes. in, in our own reality. Right. And so that actually plays into our belief systems. And that's another huge part of our uh, internal self-awareness and our internal processing is really understanding where your belief systems come from. Right. And they're just they can be very minute, very little things. And then they're going to be huge things. And the problem, I think, with self-awareness is that a lot of the things that make us us and that we've learned and kind of ingrained in our sense of self are subconscious or are un in, the, in the unconscious and so people are unaware of them and they come out and so it's kind of like you know feeling disrespected at the dinner table because someone's chewing with their mouth open and yes. for you it's disrespectful for the other person it doesn't bother them and then the other person in the other chair they're not even paying attention right or if we're talking about cultural differences in the asian culture is this form of endearment of respect to chew with your mouth open and be loud mm -hmm. if somebody's not aware of that cultural difference then they can take it personally yeah so, exactly and it all comes back to awareness <laughs> yeah which is such a it's such a funny a funny concept but if you really start to think about it everything and However, we navigate our life and how we interact with the people around us all has to do with us. And so that's always kind of like that you, the journey always starts with you. Yeah, it's life is really all about you because you create it. So once you get yourself in a good place, the world around you starts to fall in line. Yeah. And I think a, a big um, point, something to point out is that. Um, it's not an egotistical thing. When you right. get to the root, to the real root, because when you get to the real root, you unlock your power when you become really self-aware, and then that empowers you to make the whole world outside of you better. And it's just something that just, it's supernatural. It's, all well, it's so funny that you said that because I, I, I can see where most people will tell me, oh, that sounds selfish. You're saying mm -hmm. everything's about you, right? Yeah. But in reality, being self-aware is extremely uncomfortable at first, right? Yeah. It feels really terrible <laughs> when you're first. It's not fun. No. self-awareness is not fun. It feels it's like you're punching yourself in the face every single time you get go deeper. Mm -hmm. And the very beginning, it's kind of like you're confronting a lot of these things that 
make you feel kind of crappy. You know, you're confronting. And I can use myself as an example. I am um, kind of a bratty person. So I don't have, don't like really being wrong. Right. And so I had to pay attention to that, that whenever I was obviously wrong about something, my instinct was either to lash out and be angry or was to deflect and deny. Right. And people can see right through me, obviously, but that was my defense. Right. And so being aware of that and being able to admit it at first felt terrible, right? Shame and guilt all the way felt absolutely terrible, but is gaining that responsibility of that deflection because in the end it's still there. Right. And so taking responsibility of it that now when I know I'm wrong and somebody points it out, I can feel that urge of wanting to deflect or whatever, and I can be more mindful and present with it before it comes out. Right. And so now it's having that empowerment and that control and not being impulsive because I know I respond that way. So that's one of the key things that it is extremely uncomfortable um, and it's so much easier to like rationalize and make excuses or sometimes that's how they are. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even know and we make shit up. Like we make something up in order yeah. to compensate for whatever it is that we are trying to get by, right. Yeah. Or trying to make an excuse for it. Um, but in reality, if you are looking to make truly want to make your own personal growth and personal development, you kind of have to be willing to admit and confront those things that you do, those uncomfortable reality checks and, and be willing to take feedback. I don't know. You know, most people have a really hard time taking feedback because it feels like an attack and myself included. When I first started, I hated people telling me something other than why I already knew I was like a know-it-all. Right. And it had to have a big reality check. And where my like my supervisor at work was like, girl, if you knew everything, you wouldn't have to be here. But you're learning. You're not supposed to know everything. I was like, yeah. right. <laughs> and it was it was it was part of the process. Right. And without it, I don't think um, I don't think people can make changes. I know I wouldn't have been able to make changes. I would have been stuck chasing my tail. For years, right? And I think you kind of spoke to that and saying, well, this is the journey and that self-awareness piece of it is so important because if not, you're stuck and you are chasing your tail and you're doing the exact same behavior. Yeah, creating the exact same situations and environment and all of a sudden you get stuck in this victim mentality and you can't move. And you can't move. And you look back on your life and you're mad because the world treated you badly. But in reality, it was all you. And you, if, if you took the time to reflect and, and pay attention, it would have all changed. Right. So, you know, the biggest thing I think, and this is my personal experience is learning and feeling okay with giving people feedback. Of course, it all comes down to the delivery and how you deliver that message. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Very important. But giving people feedback. It's like, uh, you know, having people, I have braces. It's like letting me walk around with things in my teeth all day because you feel uncomfortable telling me, Hey, Stephanie, you have something in your teeth, right? 
I'd rather you tell me that I have something in my teeth and make me maybe a little embarrassed in that moment than to yeah. let me go around the whole day with things in my teeth. Right? Yes. So, you know, getting comfortable, being comfortable with delivering that message, but also encouraging the people that you're practicing with to give you feedback. Most times other people know us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. I, especially our family members, right. That watch us and just like, they're like, yeah, that's part of her. And that's part of what she does. Right. Yeah. That if, if you can get them to give you like genuine feedback, and that you don't take it as an attack, but as an actual like learning experience and you can reflect and be like, oh, I actually do do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that that's the impact that, that it was creating. I thought I was being funny or whatever, right? Whatever excuse you made your, in your head to justify your behaviors. Yeah. Um, learning how other people feel when you do that is so powerful because yeah. now it's, it's not you that are pushing people away. Maybe it's what you're doing that pushes people away or that, you know, triggers people or whatever. And so now you can make a change. And now, now you don't have to have this constant battle of trying to like prove yourself. Yeah. It brings about clear communication. Mm -hmm. So for my experience on the taking end, there was a point in time when one of my best friends was just calling me out on stuff. And I was like, Oh, I don't like it, but I, but I saw the value in it. I saw the value in it. I was like, oh my gosh, if I listen, if I make a change, like how much better am I going to be? So when I had that click, I'm like, tell me, like, I always tell people, please give me feedback. I welcome it because I know that if it's, and, and then you have to uh, dif differentiate, you know, some people are just cruel and mean and you have to separate this but you know that comes with learning but if it's genuine if it comes from a good place and you know your truth you can use it to get better and on the vice versa i've learned um i don't like to be mean if i don't have to be mean you know i i believe in being completely honest um but i don't believe in in i call it shitting on people you know, like, I don't think you have to be mean about it to tell somebody their truth. Even if it's a hard truth, there's, um, you could choose the right words to be completely honest without making them feel like crap, you know, because there's constructive criticism, which I'm all for, uh, but destructive criticism is like, what for, you know, that, that's my take on like the giving and taking. Yeah, I think you're right. I think a big part of it comes from learning how to read where the intention is, is coming from of people, right? Is the intention coming from a genuine wholehearted like, hey, this is what this is what I'm seeing versus I want to humiliate you because I you attack me or whatever because of yeah. my own personal vendetta, right? And that also, like you said, comes from learning and just experience. Um, but a lot of the times, if you can just slow down and ask yourself that question. Was it intentional? Did that person intentionally say that to get under your skin? If you answer yes, then there's a good chance that you got to look at the source. Where is that information coming from? Um, but if you answer no, okay, no, I don't, you know, like you, I don't think Marisol is telling me this to hurt my feelings. She's telling me because she probably thinks that it's going to help me. Let me reflect. Let me see what I can learn from it. Right. 
and then choosing what's going to work for you, choosing what's going to help you. In reality, nobody can tell you how to live your life. And to be completely frank and transparent, there is no right or wrong way to live on this earth. You yeah. can decide how you want to live. Just don't step on anybody else's toes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But in all in all, I think really true transformation, you know, and it doesn't mean like ultimate changes in, in your external world, but really just peace in your internal world only comes from having the courage to face those demons or to just face yeah. those internal bomb, speed bumps like tangles and, in you know, balls of energy that you have not destroyed yet that you have to, I always think of like therapy and talking and coaching as like untangling all of that inside yes. uh, chaos. Right. And we, that means we got to look at it. That means we actually got to sit there and sift through it and pick it apart and be like, Oh man. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> or yeah, I did do that. And that's the uh, ownership of what you did and what you didn't do, you know, because sometimes things are done to us and we still have to process that. And hopefully we're learning to process that in a constructive way, regardless of what is done to us, you know, um, there's degrees, there's various degrees of that. And um, I'm not trying to make light of any of them, but it's just, there's a whole spectrum, but it, it ultimately comes down to us and um, how we process it. And then if we need help, if it's something that's very serious, we need help. Hopefully we go and seek help um, so that that doesn't become another web in our, in the layers. Well, and I think that's super important that you're saying that, right? Um, having a higher level of self-awareness allows us to more effectively communicate, but also to assume appropriate responsibility. If something is done to us, what's our role, right? Sometimes we have active roles, like we instigate, or sometimes we just have a passive role, like we were wrong place, wrong time, and life happened, and yeah. someone did something or something happened, right? Yeah. Um, and part of, you know, the journey of being self-aware and becoming enlightened is being able to recognize what was my role, and how much responsibility can I take? And the art of taking responsibility is amazing. It's the most amazing thing ever because you stop blaming and you stop taking on everybody else's responsibility and you just tend to yours. And it, and it feels so empowering because whatever is yours, you can actually change, right? You can actually exactly. get with it and make it better or manipulate, do whatever you want with it. You can throw it away, however you want to do it, but it's yours. And knowing that and having that empowerment, having that strength. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's really <laughs> just so a change. It is. <laughs> so awesome. Well, Marisol, I think I, just like you, would have not been so inspired to, you know, come on podcasts and do these kinds of interviews and, and just talk. Um, if I didn't find that release, you know, it's kind of like an internal, like spiritual release. And we're not really talking about spirituality now, but it's kind of like this alternate, like liberty that is granted through self-awareness. Definitely. So I, appreciate that. <laughs> I love it. I thank you so much um, for being on here. I appreciate um, all the 
what, three times we've talked, I feel like we're really connected, even though you're in San Diego, I'm in Anaheim. Um, I can't wait till to go grab coffee or tea or something, go down to the beach and meet in person. I'm a hugger, so I hope <laughs> that you welcome hugs. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for for coming on the podcast and launching our series with this topic of self-awareness that is so important. I can't stress that enough. Talk about it all the time. I'm always saying, do the innermost work. People are probably like, she's crazy. What is she talking about? Like, but it's okay. I welcome all of it because I know my intention. I hope that it reaches the people that it's supposed to reach. I, I hope that it does what it's meant to do. Um, so I appreciate you so much for, for coming on, on here. And I just want to tell everyone listening, everyone tuning in, um, Dr. Stephanie, she has her own page um, at Still Life Coach on Instagram. I'll put all the information. She has Psych Talk Tuesdays every Tuesday. She goes on at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. She has a topic that she talks about. She's very good, interactive. You can um, ask questions. You can go to her, her website, to her link in her bio. You can book an appointment. She's amazing. Um, and yeah, anything else? Anything else that we missed? No, um, I think you covered everything. Thank you so much. Again, I'm honored that I got to be part of this and I hope to be, you know, part of your journey in the future as well and that we continue to collab and work together. I, I find that the more we connect and the more people that we find and the more we spread the word, the more people we can um, impact and the more lives we can change. Definitely. That is definitely what is what it is all about. Um, over here uh, and for this podcast and everything that I do. So I really appreciate you saying that. I will definitely be reaching out again and bringing you on again in some form and um, continue to collaborate and send people your way um, so that you can connect with them and, and help and share your talent um, with them as well. So without, uh, I think that completes our first episode i'm so nervous but you know what it's okay it, it shall be what it is and mm -hmm. i appreciate everyone who tunes in everyone who shares this please follow stephanie at still life coaching i will write it down in the comments um share her talk tuesdays join in tune in and we will see you next week <laughs>